Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Fins Up podcast. I am one of your hosts tonight, Mort, and I am joined by, geez, you are handsome, and I am, of course, talking about Dan Nichols. Dan, how are you doing? Mate, I'm doing fantastic because of one thing, footy week. How about you? You yeah. look good tonight. I, lo- I love the sed- seductive pose. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, you know it's I'm I'm locked up in my uh, my motel room here in Coffs Harbour. Um, I'll be travelling down to Newcastle on Friday. Will you be going um, to the game yeah. on Friday night, Terry? Uh, I'd rather eat your sh- shit than go to Newcastle. Well, that's a resounding no, mate. Big day for rugby league. That is resounding. It has been a big day for rugby league, and uh, I'm, I'm glad that I'm glad that it's back. And I understand that you're the man with all the news for everyone. So let's go. What do you got for us? Well, yeah, mate, we're going to jump into the big one. Obviously, the Cam Smith retirement, confirming what most of us knew for quite a while. Evidently, and I just read just before we hit record that he dropped the bombshell to his teammates 15 minutes before the announcement was made. So I don't know if he had his mind made up until a couple of days ago. Yeah, it said that. Like, there were a couple of reports that said that um, he really didn't know until a couple of days ago and it felt right to retire and not play for another team. Um, I honestly thought he was going to the Gold Coast Titans. I've, I've died on that hill. I thought he was going there. I thought he'd be a mid-season pick-up, get him into the finals, do something big. Um, maybe now it looks like that he is just going to wait for that second Queensland team and, and go and help out there in some capacity. Um, but I, you know... It's really sad that we have lost the greatest player of all time. Um, I didn't like the backlash that was thrown his way about how selfish he was for the announcement. He, it, it's up to him to announce any time he wants. He doesn't know anyone anything. Um, could he have done it a little bit earlier? Maybe. Um, but if he knew he was getting a statue at Amy Park, why not announce your retirement? That's a fair call. Uh, just before I talk about the Cam Smith, those statues are flipping terrible. Like they don't even look yeah, it looks like Adam, it looks more like Adam McDougall than Cam Smith. Yeah, I don't know what they they doing, but uh, that's going in the Hall of Fame of bad statues. But look, um, there was a lot of social media backlash because people got to try and be funny. I myself put a couple of boat gifts up, but I mean, he's the best player I've ever seen, so it's hard to trash him too hard. Yeah, he's done some stuff that you know doesn't make him the nicest guy in the world. But show me one good footballer who hasn't got a history of things. He was never involved in an off-season scandal, uh, off-field scandal. The worst he did was he, he called someone a name and got suspended for a grand final. I mean, miss me with that shit. I'm glad the saga's over. I'm not disappointed he didn't go to the Titans because I would have liked to see him try and play under a team other than Melbourne. But in saying that, I'm glad he retired a one-team uh, one player. Yeah, I'm sick of playing against him, so I'm glad he retired. Um... Yeah, you, you're, you're right. You hit the nail on the head in one of the comments that I wanted to make that despite what you think of Cam Smith, he was never involved in an off-field behavioural incident. So he never punched a woman. He never punched anyone. He never took illicit drugs. He didn't do anything that brought negative headlines to the game off the field. Um, you know, people turn around and say, oh, but he, he was involved in the salary cap saga. And, and it's not as if he went to the Melbourne Storm and said, let's systematically cheat. Mm-hmm. He was just a part of it. He signed, he, yes, he signed one contract, two contracts, whatever, but he didn't initiate that. Um, you know, he did some shitty things on the field. As you said, he, he ripped Sam Thiday's head off and got suspended for it, but I think he probably should have got a medal. Um, other than that, 
you know, he is the greatest player I've ever seen. So, uh, I, you know, it's, it's sad that he's gone, but I'm glad I don't have to put up with him fucking destroying us any, every week or every time we play him now. Sorry. Look, not untrue. I look, fantastic player. Social media backlash, who gives a shit what people think behind yeah. the keyboards, myself I'm, included. I'm, I'm sure I'm sure he doesn't give a fuck what people are thinking about him today. No, absolutely not. And as you said, the timing was great. Billy Slater was by him, so he's his best mate of however many years. Um, you know, I yeah, it's a day before the kickoff, but who gives a shit? If anyone's earned that right, it's Kemp Smith. Everyone will have forgotten it tomorrow, apart from James Hooper, who just can't get over that grudge. Five oh two, he had to drop the article about how how much he hates Cameron Smith. That's it. But um, I was very pleased to see the um, comment section blow up with pictures of people jumping on car bonnets and saying that the only person we hate more than Cam Smith is you. So, you know, fuck yeah. James Hooper. Yeah. If, if ever someone was calling someone the most hated person in rugby league, man, it should be James Hooper. <laughs> Absolutely. That, Mate, blo- that bloke doesn't know how to read the room. Speaking of former Melbourne players biffing with the media, good segue, did you see the Cronk versus Buzz Rothfield blow up the other night? I did. Not my proudest wank, but we're here. We're here, mate. It was top three for me because yeah. Buzz Rothfield does this thing that you probably notice, whereas he just talks louder over people. And most people just pull back because when a 103-year-old talks loud, you think he's going to die, so you stop and wait. Cronk just didn't give him any time to get his points together. Buzz was writing notes, never got a word in. About time someone called him out in his shit. If both clubs were okay with it, I've got no problem. Um, it's Cooper Cronk. He's another one who's earned the right to do what he wants. Yeah, and the worst part was, Cronk goes, you called me a double agent. And he goes, no, I didn't. He said, it's right here. He goes, well, I don't write my own headlines. Yeah. Like, you, probably, you probably don't even write your own stories, you alcoholic. Like, you've forgotten what you wrote. Dead set. That was, uh, it's, been, it's been a fun week for Stoush's on and off the field. You and I got to pick a player and get in a fight. He was definitely pissed when he went on that show. Like, he, he literally had nothing to back him up. He turned around and said, you're a double agent, and then Cron came out, absolutely hammered him. It was it was great viewing, and it was probably the first time this off-season that NRL Twitter has been united. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, there's a, there's a big fracture there, but not anymore. Mate, yep. the, big, the big one this week. Bigger than Cam Smith, dare I say. Teamless Tuesday. What a day it was. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was good to see, um, you know... Lots of teams, lots of fans being so passionate and picking holes in their team and talking about, you know, the surprise selections. And I have to say, after Teamless Tuesday, Tuesday, that South team is bloody scary. It is. I was surprised they picked Jacob Hostet um, on the left edge, I think, still plays right, or vice versa. Yep. But apart yep. from that, that 1-17 picks itself, and it is frightening. And you still got young Liam Knight to come back, too. Yeah, well, apparently Jacob Host, um, you know, the the perennial train the house down um, and, and won out for that spot. But, oh, boy, they're going to take some beating. They certainly are. The one that I want to talk about, though, Manly Sea Eagles. Mate, no oh, man, that... team bagged their coach quite like the Sea Eagles this week. Talk to me, Terry. I, I didn't realise how, like, obviously I follow a couple of Manly fans on Twitter and, and they were blowing up to Lux. And I thought, the side can't be as bad as it was. It was as bad as they were going on. It, that's awful. But Dylan Walker at fullback's an absolute shock. I don't think that's how they'll run out. But Lachlan Croker's the only player named who can really play at nine. He might play 80 minutes at nine, which is pretty crazy to Incredible. think. Incredible. 
Incredible. Because Foran's the only other player. Because they've named a winger on the bench. I just, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, it, look, I, I, I'm hoping, and, and it, obviously it's not there, but I, I really wanted to get Manly in the early rounds of Des's brain fade because by the time he gets to us, he'll probably get his team right and beat us by 20. That's right. It's not not the fourth year, mate. We're, we're year one of four, so. Uh, he's just he's literally looked at that round one and gone, it's the Roosters, we're going to get flogged. Fuck it. Let's have some fun. And he's just picked a team completely on bands. That's it. That 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 back line, mate, doesn't scream points to me. But you know what it screams? Conceding points. Garrett yeah. and Saab on the wings. Mate, they, um, it's, I don't know. It's just, it's one of the worst teams that I've seen. It is. And I... In, in, in forever. And there's a lot of, like, how did Schuster not get a run? I don't know. What about Kay Cust? He's playing for Bloody Blacktown. Yeah, I don't really rate him. I rate him over Croker and a 104-year-old broken foreign. Yeah, that's fair. But, yeah, I mean, Schuster, they, they had all this... They had, to, they had to fend off teams to re-sign him, and then he just... You know, he's 18th man. He'll probably come into the team and whatever, but... Hey, yeah, you... it's it's an ordinary side, and 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 a lot of people had Manly in their top eight. Yeah, mate. Some of the top eights I read, them and the Warriors feature in heaps. Now, there's yeah. probably two sides you can rule out of the eight right now, and they're them. I just, oh, I don't know what people. Maybe they get caught up in the, you know, Des Hazzy used to be good. When you look at that four and Daly Cherry Evans thing, and you say last time they played together, they went pretty well. It was about twenty five years ago. It's, God, ridiculous. Yeah. Blows the mind, mate. Blows the mind. That was a big one for me. Before we get on to the, the main event, the Sharks game, Supercoach, mate, any big changes as a result of Toomless Tuesday? Uh, I'm going to have to have a look at my Supercoach when I get off the uh, the phone to you. Um, and, and, you know, I, I've still got Cam McInnes at lock, so there's, ah, there's cool. got to be some changes there. Well, that's all right, um, Yeah, just, just before we go quickly, Victor Radley, the... Uh, the, the the suspension, we want to touch that? or? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I, it came out today. The first I heard of it was when Channel 9 tweeted that yeah. we'd probably face suspension. And I was like, okay. And they said an altercation at a party. I don't know. People have come out with these stories that he was defending a girl or someone was great crashing, whereas other people said he chased the bloke. I, I don't know where they're getting that info from. Yeah, well, the, you know, Danny Wilder said the Integrity Unit has been looking into it since December, so... Something's happened. They've given him the suspension. Move on. That's it. Well, Some stuff that needs to be said about it. Victor, look, Victor Radley doesn't come across as someone who's going to instigate a fight. Um, you know, obviously, you know, he, he was loving his beers, but I, I dare say, you know, given his reputation, and there's probably more chance if he was defending a girl or a gate crash he got in his face than him running down someone looking for a punch on. Look, I don't disagree at all. I just find it weird. I, I found it weird that he didn't tell the Roosters, therefore the Roosters didn't tell the Integrity Unit. I think that's why he got suspended, because it sounded like yeah. not a whole lot. But he's injured anyway, so he's going to pay a $10,000 fine and 10000 suspended, saying don't do it again. I just slap on the wrist, move on. Roosters fans blowing up as usual, but any excuse. Yeah. Let's talk about the big game, mate. Sunday afternoon, or evening even. Beautiful Sunday, yeah. Cogra Hill. We'll be there, decked out. Sharks, Dragons. What do you make of the team? Well, before we do that, I don't even know if I'll go on Sunday. Have you seen the weather forecast? I have seen the weather forecast, but I bought tickets, <laughs> so I have to go, yeah. 
Yeah, I bought tickets as well, but I don't, I don't know if I can leave my kids in the car for two hours. That's um, right, mate. Or four hours. Apparently, people frown at that. So, um, look, the team list was interesting for me because two of well, two of the three players that I hate the most in that side are on the bench, and the other one's starting as our halfback. So we're already on the negative foot there. But I don't know what John Morris has seen. You know, I mean, they must have had big pre-seasons for Jack Williams and Billy Magoulis to get. I mean, for both of them to get a spot over Teague, Wilgen, Teague Wilton and, you know, and then see that they both beat out Andrew Fafida is just, it's abs- it, it blows the mind because Teague finished last year in such great form and looked good in the trials as well. I thought he was a, he was for sure going to be in there. And I don't know. Is this, is this Bomber's way of saying, well, I know I'm not getting a contract, so fuck you. <laughs> Why I urge anyone listening to turn down because I fucking hate this side, Terry. I feel like I mean, I mean, one to seven, we knew that's what it was going to be, and I think the forward pack picked itself. And I'm glad Toby Rudolph got the 13 jersey, even though do I think he was start? No. But the bench, the bench is just so weird. The bench is disgusting, and the only bench in the NRL worse than ours this weekend is the team that's playing. Oh, well, Manly's too worse, but I don't count them. They're hardly a football team. The Dragons bench is just as freaking bad. But in terms of the bench, there's no creativity there. Don't give me the Billy Magulia shit. This isn't New South Wales Cup. I don't see big minutes coming from the bench because Jack Williams can't play more than 20 at a time. I think they're just going to give him enough for Toby and the big boys to have a rest and come back on. Tolman was an automatic selection. I got no issues in the world there. Maybe him not having a trial game under under his belt means he won't play big minutes. I don't see the point of carrying Connor Tracy. I just I don't want Braley to, to take a spell. And he was so poor in his audition at fullback in the trials that I don't think he's gonna come on for Kennedy at fullback. The only thing I can think of is if Dugan's perhaps under an injury crowd cloud you bring him on the bench just in case but you can't pick players just in case if Dugan's hurt Ferris comes in and you play a four-man forward bench I just I don't get it especially with those there's no wide running player there so Nakora is gonna play 80 I just Um, I don't know just just to pull you up on there even if Dugan is injured Ferris can't come in because he's a development player look that's true but I don't care for rules mate (laughs) get him in yeah we know this um yeah, I don't know. Yeah. The bench, like, I know you said there's no creativity. Even if you take Williams and Magoulas out and you stick Rudolph, uh, sorry, you stick Fafida and Tegan, there's still not much creativity. But at least, I mean, at least Fafida commands respect. And you even saw that in the in the All-Stars game. There, he was getting game tackled. And you wouldn't suspect Fafida on one leg. He slimmed down. He got himself... Right for the team. I don't know. I'm hoping that Bomber, you know, drops a bombshell on us and picks one of Wilton and or, or Fafita for the bench. But I mean, look, the, the one to thirteen. Yeah, it selected itself. Um, the bench is crap. It is. I look. Fafita was the second best forward in, in the All Stars game. I, I've been saying he's the best, but Fisher-Harris was the best. But second was Fafita, and I don't think it was particularly close outside of those two. I heard that he's hurt, or he's got a calf injury, blah, blah, blah. But that all came out after the blow-up. He's been named in the squad. If he's injured, you're not going to pick him in the squad. 
So I think he's been overlooked. And I just... You pick Magulius or Jack Williams, okay, I can make... You know, I could stomach that. But you can't pick them both. They're both the same player. Neither of them have good hands. Neither of them make heaps of tackles. And neither of them are going to, you know, get you your 200 metres. So... Unless Nakora and Wade Graham go huge out wide, I just I don't get it. I mean, I mean, Jack Williams has played eighty minute games for Cronulla before. Okay, and, he was the heir apparent to Paul Gallen, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It just it, there's something about it that doesn't sit right with me. If if Teague was on that bench and either Billy or Jack, or Fafita was on that bench with either Billy or Jack, yeah, I'd live with it, but. I mean, and I know when Hunt and Talakai come back, you know they take those spots anyway. But it's yeah, it's it's just what what could have been an almost perfect team this Tuesday. It's sort of yeah, really really dampened the spirits up. One, it's definitely been soured. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. Our fucking halfback. Why? Why? He was always going to be our halfback. Mate. I know. He's just a prick. I know. Even when I read it, my stomach still dropped. Yeah, I, I mean, just... I, got, I got to number seven. I was like, you know, one to six, I was pretty happy with it. I got to number seven, I was like, oh, God. God damn it. What do you think, Kennedy at fullback, right call? I think it's the right call, yeah. I mean, uh, Metcalf, Metcalf probably had the more outstanding performance, but it was against the New South Wales Cup standard team. And also Metcalf is a development player as well. Um, he'll get his he'll, he'll get his chance in first grade. There's, there's no way about There's no two ways about that. But I think... Um, yeah, I think Kennedy's the right call. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in terms of the players on the bench, they I mean the the extended team, they've named uh, Trindle, who I think will drop back to Newtown, which should mean yep. that Metcalf, who's been named in the half, goes back to fullback. They're the two players that I want to watch for Newtown because I think they're the two that could really push for spots later in the season. Yeah, it's all, I, I'm also going to be interested to see how Kyle Patterson goes because last year we did not have that genuine number nine option because Kyle Patterson was a development player, but now he's in our top squad. It would be interesting to know that if Braley does need a spell somewhere that we do have a genuine number nine or if we need to have a look for a veteran somewhere down the lines. But, um, you know, the extended bench, Herodi's there just because Dugan's got the injury cloud, Wilton... Fafida and Trindle. I expect Wilton and Trindle to play New South Wales Cup. I'd probably expect Herodi to play New South Wales Cup as well. Look, I hope so, because Wilton's not the player that you like. Fafida isn't going to play New South Wales Cup. So if you don't cut him, he doesn't play in game day, no big loss. But Wilton's a bloke that we need getting as many games under his belt. Herodi's the same. He played, what, two games for us last year. Couldn't play for Newtown. And Trindle, I thought he played quite well for Cronulla, but when he dropped back out of the side, when the halves were fit, he couldn't go back and keep his fitness up. So every time he came in, he looked a little bit underdone. So I want all these players... I don't want them training, uh, like warming up. For theatre, okay, 100% get that. But I want these players playing football because there's going to be a time in a couple of weeks. Like, this team isn't very durable. It's proven that in the last few years. There's going to be injuries. There's going to be drops in form. And you want Wilton with time under his belt. You want Hiroti ready to go. Like, I know McDonald's been named for Newtown. You want as many minutes for him as possible because he came in cold. He hadn't played for two years last yeah. year. And he had a shocker. Yeah. And now that you sort of calm down and think about it, 
you know, probably a fair call that he did. So I want these guys playing as many minutes as Newtown as possible. Yeah, and, and you know, just think when um, Hunt and Talakai uh, come back and, you know, the other players drop onto the extended bench as well, then they won't be named, they won't be warming up anyway. Um, but you are right, we do need, we need these guys getting minutes under their belt. Um, our Jersey Fleet team is bloody scary. That is like that is a great. Honestly, it, I, I think the NRL is streaming some flag games this year. Um, if we get it, you need to have a look at this side because there are some players of the future that are, are coming into that side. And we've actually made a couple of um, a couple of decent signings that um, you know for the for the junior squads that that don't look don't look so bad. So um, we would have to be there or thereabouts in terms of. You know, teams in that competition. Anyone we should look out for this weekend? Um, well, you know, apart from uh, we're going to sit there and say Jensen, Tamopia, and uh, Franklin Pele, um, there is a kid that we signed, Trentham Peterson from Newcastle, fullback, really, really quick, sensational, lightning pace. Janai uh, Lua Lua, uh, he's, uh, he's on the wing for us, he's another fullback. Winger, centre, really, really good. We signed a kid from the Warriors, Tyler Slade, who's got big, big wraps on him. Um, and then there's a kid on the bench that we got from the Roosters a few years back, Thomas Giles. He signed with us long term. He's a prop player for the future. So, yeah, there's there's lots of um, there's lots of good players in there as well. One of the kids that we signed from Brisbane, Jack Martin's also in the team. He's a prop. Um, so yeah, there's. We'd have to be there or thereabouts for that. And, uh, honestly, if we're not top four, I'd be shocked. Was young, young Peachy was named extended too, wasn't he somewhere? Uh, no. No, oh, I heard his name was there or thereabouts. What he might have been? He might have been. He might have been on the extended for the Jets. Oh, um, I don't know if Glebe named a team because they had issues with the trainer and, and and I think up until Friday last week it didn't look like they were going to be able to name a side for round one or even be in the competition. But I think they got that that fixed up. So. He might be there, but no, I think he's too old. Ah, gotcha. I am going to go out on a limb here and say that 20 side, oh, that 20 flag, whatever they are this year, side, mm. might dust the Jets. Uh, that 20s team would probably dust the Tigers. Yeah, oh, well, that goes without saying. Yeah. No, it's, it, it's a good side. It's a really, really good side, and, and there's a lot of players in there. Um, for the, I, was, I was very surprised when I had a look at the round one team and we had Trentham Peterson. He's, he was really good. Like, go. really, really good. Back to the main game. How do you think we'll go on Sunday? Uh, I was, you know, the, the optimist got overtaken by a little bit of pessimis, uh, pessimism with me just for, for the side. I think there's I think there's a couple of players in our squad that the game is just getting past. And obviously, I'm going to point my finger at Josh Dugan and say that I think the, the game is speeding up as he's slowing down. He wants another contract now. I... At the beginning of the year, or even in the off-season, I was saying I'd, I'd sign him for one year and give him the, the Bryson Goodwin treatment. Um, now I'm not so sure. Our halfbacks are slow as a wet Wednesday, um, and I don't know what Britton Nakora has done to stay in that side. Obviously, I don't really like the bench. So there was a bit of me that was like, man, it's another round one loss. Then I looked at the Dragons team, and I laughed. And I think maybe we should be okay to scrape a 30-point win. <laughs> I'll be very disappointed 
if we don't beat this St. George team. I'm glad we drew them in round one because if we were playing Canberra, we're copping 40 this week. Yeah. Um, I, like, the Dragons have got a, a pretty decent back line. Um, you know, obviously, Dufty loves carving us up and he's just got electric pace. Lomax is good. It's going to be interesting to see what Bird, you know, what Bird's like. I'd be making him make 30 tackles. Get running you know, just see See how his body holds up. Um, Ramsey and Ravalawa, yeah, they're okay. I, I, there's there's big raps on, on Ramsey, but he's still a baby. Clune um, played pretty well against us in one game, um, sucked in the other one. Ben Hunt, depends what kind of mood he's in. Their forward pack, though, if we don't run over the top of that, Jesus Christ. It's a disgusting forward pack. I think yeah. that we got to get Ramsey in wherever Jack Bird goes we got to get Ramian on him and just attack. Yeah, he... There's a, like, I don't know what it is about uh, <coughs> Cronulla teams in the past, but they never, ever target an injury-prone player or a player that went, that you know goes into a game under an injury cloud. And you, you only know, need to have a look, and, and perfect example of it is Jonathan Thurston's farewell tour. He played that year on half a leg with one shoulder... And against us, he made four tackles. Mm. That doesn't, you know, he should have had fifty at half time. That's it. I <coughs> definitely be targeting that side. Lomax is going to carve up. He's a freakish player. He's by far my favourite player from that Red V field. Outside of him, though, there's not too many that worry me. Ben Hunt seems to play better against us. Maybe it's just because I watch a bit closer. And as you ben said, Duffy. Ben Hunt plays well against us at, at hooker, but he stinks against us at halfback. Let's just hope he stays there. I... Matt, Matt, Matt Dufty, though, because because of his speed, he generally targets Chad Townsend and Josh Dugan and just runs around them and scores. So it's put some money way. on him for any time try scorer. That's definitely a worry. I don't think they got the forwards to get over. I think Paul Vaughan's the only one that would come anywhere near making our pack. Yeah, I, I'm... I mean, old days Tarek Sims and maybe Josh Kerr um, could probably take the chorus spot, maybe. But other than that, there's not a lot to like about that. My the HR manager at my my job's a Dragons fan, and I asked him about the team list before I'd even seen it, and he just turned around and said it was it was awful. Um, some of the words that he used are even too colourful for me to say on here. So. Well, there you go. There's not much. It's not like they have five or six players injured either. Corey Norman's the only player I can think of that comes into that side automatically. And what the hell's Trent Merrin doing on the bench? He's about 104. He, he was on the bench all of last year as well for impact, but That's what he's I mean. so fat. He doesn't give impact. you got nah, to start he's... him or not at all. Yeah, like old old school Trent Merrin was good, but he was, and I mean they've got so much fat on their ben, Alvaro Merrin, Farmacili, and then they picked a winger. Yeah, it's a um, it's a plotter bench. Like I just, if we if we don't dust this team, Terry. <sighs> I mean they I they, they went out they went out of their way to bring Cade Ellis into the team from Penrith, who has got some talent. Penrith did not want to lose him. He's the 19th man. You reckon he comes in? Who's the winger on the bench? Braden Williami. Yeah, he'll drop off, surely. Well, I don't know. Who cares? Mate, oh, I... Because, I, I, mean, I mean, Jackson Ford's on the bench as well. That's just... Oh, 
this. I mean, the fans yeah. wanted, but the fans wanted McGregor gone, and they got a worse version of McGregor before kickoff. They and did. in saying that, they probably beat us by twenty. Ah, oh, look, the, the round one sharks can't beat anybody, but if a spine of Ben Hunt and Andrew McCulloch beats us, then we don't deserve. Much. Yeah, I, I I forgot that he was their number nine. I really forgot that Andrew McCulloch was their number nine because I was like, who's going to play hooker for him? And and is are they going to pick that Sullivan kid at halfback and and put Ben Hunt to number nine? And I started to get a bit panicky. And then I had a look that a guy on one leg with the slowest service in the NRL is probably going to carve us to pieces. <laughs> probably. Put him down for three line breaks and a try assist. Yeah. And, and he, he, he'll probably out-sprint Chad as well. Oh, you know? I don't think I could out-sprint Chad. Mate, I'm excited about this game because it's the first game of the season. But I'm not going to make fun of anyone who says that this could be the worst game of the round. No, I'm not either. I'm, I'm really excited about this game for a couple of reasons. Uh, one, obviously, more quality time I get to spend with you. Um, my family will just be there, so we'll just ignore them. And then, obviously, I get to see you the night after when we record as well. But footy season's back. It is, mate. Footy Thank season you. is back. God, it's back. And not a day too soon. Even today, Twitter started kicking off. I was like, ah, 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 ah. Teamless are out. Wait till September. October. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it's it's... It's like my wife is really well trained because she started talking to me less and less getting ready for a weekend now, which is great. Oh, fantastic. That's that's love. I do want to say this, though, and I've held on to this for a little bit. I'm going to give you a little piece of news um, for later on down the track. But good friend of the podcast and someone who we asked to sponsor us, Rich Ossington, is getting married this year. So congratulations to Rich mm-hmm. for finding a girl who will put up with you. He's getting married in the middle of a Sharks game. What? It's like he didn't pick the draw. He didn't consider my feelings in this. That's despicable. I yeah, will be I, at the Sharks game. And... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm probably not going to go. Like, it's later on in the year. I'm probably not going to go to his wedding. Um, even though we don't even play in the state when he's getting married, I'm just not going to go out of principle now. <laughs> That's fair enough, too. Rich. I'm not going to put any money in his card, either. No, we don't need it. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Mate, I'm excited, but geez, talking about this game's got me down. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like we should preview the other games now just to lift our mood. <laughs> oh, jeez. I'm looking forward to tomorrow night, though. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to tomorrow night as well. I'm, I'm, as I said, I'm in Coffs Harbour at the moment. Sunny Coffs, it rained the whole way up here. Um, and then the middle I got here, the you know the sunshine and the beautiful weather came out. So I'm going to do a little bit of the touristy stuff tomorrow after work. Um there's a nice pub down the road that's doing some, uh, they're doing uh, $4 schooners until the first try. So please, Melbourne and South, like, don't score until the 39th minute. That'll be great. Yeah, no way. Uh, and then, <laughs> then I'll be loaded and just, like, roll home. So that's that'll fantastic. be pretty cool. Um, other than that, you know, I'm looking forward to that game. I'm, I'm really looking forward to Manly getting belted. Obviously, I'm excited about the Tigers losing in round one. And, uh, you know, Tobias Rudolph will be running out for the Sharks. Toby Rudolph, number 13. See him on the um, the Sharks interview today? Everyone's saying that they're his number one fan. I was like, get out of here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he, he knows us by first name, so. It certainly whatever. does. Yeah. We made him. We did make him. Well, how many it, first it grade be... games did he have before he came on the show? A whole, a whole heap of zero. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. And I mean, he barely scraped into the Jets team as well until we started talking him up, so... That's it. You're welcome. 
thanks, Toby. Good old Toby. Um, right, Dan, I'm going to hit you now with five players that uh, I think may be decent signings for us. Now, you don't have to say yes to all of them. Um, you can say no to some of them. There is an honourable mention for a signing as well that I know that the answer should be no. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also I've got five players to re-sign. So what do you want to go? What do you want to go with first? Do you want to go with the the, the new faces or the, the same faces? Well, let's go the new faces because a lot of the secondary decisions will be on who you can't, who can and can't recruit. Okay, if you had asked me this time last year, this player wouldn't be on my radar at all. But he had such a phenomenal game in the All Stars that it made me just stand up and look at him. So first player on the uh, the rank that I've got is Jordan Ricky. Um. No, only because we've got young forwards coming out of the yin-yang, and if Ricky has a season he's going to start for Brisbane, I think he'll play pretty well in a pretty terrible side, and I think he'll be worth a little bit more money than we should invest in a player that will probably be behind, hopefully, Talakai and Teague Wilton moving forward. I had him, I've got him down for a no as well, but I just thought it was... Because of the, you know, as I said, he wouldn't have been on my radar, but his his All Star game really made me stand up, and take notice, and he's probably one Broncos player I'm looking forward to now to see how they go. Oh, look, if he uh, was to sign tomorrow, I wouldn't cry too many tears. But yeah. for this, no. Uh, okay, so I've got another forward for you right now, um, Dale Finucan. Um, yes, he walks into the team. He fixes the 13, whereas I don't think we have a standout at the moment. I still think Toby is better at prop, so I think that makes a lot of sense, depending on the kind of money he wants, because, excuse us, he's had a few injury woes lately, and that's the last thing we need is another ageing, injury-prone player. But he's an origin-quality player and fixes something that we've lacked since Paul Gallen retired, so it's a yes for me. Yep, Dale Finucane's a yes from me as well, and he was my preferred player to sign over Cam McInnes. Um, would I take them both? Yes, and then I'd just try and figure it out. Absolutely. McInnes can play, yeah, you, you can play out wide. You just figure it out. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, next player on here, uh, we can either go into the halves or fullback, and that is one Scott Drinkwater. Uh, 100% yes, I love me some Scott Drinkwater. If... If you can't sign the players that I've got here, which I'll leave to the end because I don't want to blow the ones you got. Um, but yes, I would love to see Scott Drinkwater play for the Sharks. Yeah, I've, Scott Drinkwater's a yes from me. Not for the halves, though. Has um, to play fullback, if, can't tackle. Yeah, if, if anything for mine, it's um, we sign him, and I know that you probably kiss goodbye um, one of Kennedy or Metcalf, but it's a sacrifice you make for a player like Scott Drinkwater. I agree, I would do that. Uh, next one, Mike Acevo. Uh No, no, we got it. Got our wingers. He's a freak, and he can score a shitload of tries. But we, he's going to command way too much money, and we got to go elsewhere. <coughs> Three weeks ago, I until rugby they're going to offer him 650k. 650k. That's a no from me. Yeah, no, I'm not paying anywhere near yeah. that for a winger. And the last one, probably the biggest name off contract at the moment, but Tohu Harris. Um, look, if you can get him for two years, you can sign Tohu Harris for two years. Absolutely. Yeah, 
Toho Harris fixes uh, defence and he fixes the right edge for us. And it allows Talakai to do what he does, and that's being an impact player. Yes. Um, the honourable mention, Big Dick Eddie Lee. Uh, no, definitely not. We got superstar wingers coming through. No. I'm signing him. I'm not playing him. I'm just signing him to have him so no one else can. Sign him, put him He's down. mine. Mate, we've... So you got, you got some players for me, do you? Well, I've got one who I tried to find his contract status today, and I can't confirm... Nico Hines. Now, if yeah, he's, he's, off, he's off contract, if he's off contract, I'm offering him our fullback role at 500k for the next four years. I'm getting his signature tonight. He is a freak, and he's the kind of yeah. player that can step up and go to that next level. The other player isn't off contract till next year, but Joseph Manu. I'd be going with him with 800k and say, come play fullback, Nico. You go play at 58. Bang, Premiership. Um, my thoughts on Joseph Mino are very clear. I wouldn't pay the money for him. Not at centre, but at fullback, his best games have come at fullback for the Roosters. Now, I know it's a different team because it's the Roosters. Out of the two, I'm signing Nico Hines all day, every day. And to be honest, out of the off-contract players, except maybe Adam Reynolds, Nico Hines is number one for me all the way. Yeah, I didn't put Adam Reynolds in because I knew that the answer would obviously be yes. Um, if you gave me the choice of Scott Drinkwater and Nico Hines, I think I'm going to go with Scott, even though Nico Hines is probably going to be the easier one to get for us. Yeah, I would. I would be talking to. I wouldn't be here now if I was working for the Sharks. I'd be texting Nico Hines photos of anything he wanted. Sign that contract. Yeah. The, the one the one thing that is advantageous for us is he's really good friends with Andrew Fafita, but if we're not picking Fafita and trying to, you know, usher him out, uh, that might not work in our favour. Um, five players to re-sign, um, and then I've got a blip on the radar for you, but the first one is Will Kennedy. Do you keep him? Uh, I am making a decision halfway through the year. At this stage, no. Yeah, look, the thing for me with Will Kennedy is he's a player that could easily have a career that ne- and, and he could never sign a multi-year deal. If you said to me in, in six years' time when Kennedy phased out of the NRL, if every year he only ever signed a one-year deal, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, the fact that we've got Metcalf and we probably are looking for a fullback may make him surplus to requirements. Um, if, you, if you're asking me right now, uh, it's a no, but in 10 weeks' time, it, it might change. Yeah, I agree. Uh, next, he hasn't even played a game for us, but Aiden Tolman. Um, again, you're going to have to see in 10 weeks. We've got a lot of money to spend next year, but Tolman's the sort of bloke that you can plug in, you know what he's going to do. It's not going to break the bank. Um, in theory, yes, but in saying that, if Pele has a superstar year, from all superstar years, then maybe you don't need him. It's a yes from me um, for a couple of reasons. One, I don't think we really need to go into the market for forwards, right? And he's already on our books and he's already cheap and he's relatively young. He's 32, 33 next year or 34 next year. You know, so be it. But we've seen he's durable, he can play, he's cheap. He's experienced, and he's probably someone that we need around the squad for these younger players. Um, so without even kicking a ball, you know, d- despite him snapping his leg or his ACL or his Achilles touch wood, 
um, which I will when I shut this laptop off. Um, yeah, Aiden Tolman's a yes from me. Uh, next one, Aaron Woods. At this stage, no, unless he takes a gigantic pay cut. Yeah, it's a it's a yes from me for Aaron Woods on the fact that we don't have enough prop experience, and if we're trying to push feeder out, it, it it slims it up even more. Um, but you're right, he's not going to get the six hundred thousand that he's on now. He'd need to be around about that four hundred, four hundred fifty mark for me to keep him. Yeah, four hundred, yes. Matt Moylan. Um, if he has a brilliant eight rounds, then yes. But it's going to be on a third of what he's on now. Yeah, and and if if it was a yes for me, which it's not, um, it would only be a one year deal to prove that he could back it up. Yep. I wouldn't be giving him a two year deal and giving him a year of complacency. I think that the rest of his career will only be one year deals now, unless he goes to the the Super League. Um, but for mine, look, we won the trade, but it's time to end the experiment. He's he, it's a no from me. Yep. Now we brought and him in to get us. I, I, I had to put this player in there because I've changed my mind on him, but Josh Dugan, I already gave my my spiel before. It's a no from me before I ask you. Um, I wanted him in the Bryson Goodwin role, but I think I think you could probably just do that with Nene McDonald. Yeah. Why not? Look, you know, if... Nene, you know, clubs aren't going to fight you for Nene McDonald, so it's a no, no from me for Dugs. If Dugan doesn't get a contract anywhere else... I'm happy to offer him 100k just to stay there in that kind of role. But if Ferris has a good year, or Harati has a good year, or, or Jensen. Jensen, one of the young kids, or you know, no, nah, I no, I can't see re-signing Josh Dugan. I love the bloke off field. He's worth his weight in gold now after everything he's been through. If you can keep him at a, at the club in some capacity, I'd be happy with that. Insane. I can't see any team coming in and saying, hey, come play fullback or centre for us. So I think we could get him for very, very cheap. But I would definitely have him behind. A lot's got to do with what happens with Bronson Zeri because if he comes out and they say, he's accepted at two years, see you, Dugan, Bronson's straight back in the team. You know, fuck what he did, who cares? He's a good footballer, that's ultimately what it is. And if we sack him, we'll go and win a premiership with the Roosters or the Storm. So if he gets the full four years... Perhaps you do look at Dugan one year, but as as an overall, no, my I think it's time to look to the future. Yeah, I kind of hope that um, Zeri only gets the two years and he's just sitting there absolutely juicing up again because he's not being tested. And he just comes back an absolute fucking beast and just kills people. So, um, yeah, look, a lot of it is going to depend on, on what happens with Bronson. Um but for mine, I was I was adamant that there was a role to play for Josh Dugan in this squad. I don't think there is any more. And as hard as that is to say, as I just said, there is still a role for Andrew Fafida and Aaron Woods. I think that, yeah, you can probably give that spot to someone else. And the big one for me is Ronaldo Mulatalo, who was pretty handy in the centres for the Jets. He's yeah. big, he's powerful, he's aggressive, and he's quick. Sounds like a good option at centre. Then you can throw your, your Jensen or your your Ferris on the wing and bring him up. Yeah. So yeah, there's plenty of options. And, and, and there's also there's also don't forget there's also a young kid that I'm raving about called Kyle Iro, who you know he's he's going to be something special as well. So we need to keep him. We need to we need to find ways to get these kids in. And 
Yeah, I, I, don't, I just don't think there's a spot for, for Dukes. No, or um, look, Katoni Staggs is available too, just saying. Yeah, I, I didn't want to put... I didn't want to put Katoni Staggs on there. I know it was going to be, yes, but if we did sign Katoni Staggs, would it be for centre? Uh, yeah, absolutely. He's a freak. You, 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 you wouldn't try and put him at fullback? Oh, look, if he was willing to try, he's got the sort of skills. Excuse us, but I just... He tore up for Brisbane last year in one of the shitter sides in NRL history at centre. And, like, God, can you imagine a fullback? Yeah. Yeah, I'd be... Yeah, I could, I, I could imagine him at fullback. It's whatever. Just say whatever. What, but the thing is, if Nico Hines is playing fullback, you can only play one fullback, mate. Yeah, so it would be Katoni Stokes. No, Hines. <laughs> You're going to live and die on, on Nico Hines Hill, aren't you? I will, mate. Absolutely. Wait till see him tomorrow. It'll be 20 nil South. Hines will come on and it'll be 20 to 6 in no time. You're the. Uh, now, now, talking about the forwards. Um, Without, you know, we're saying that we don't need to go and get too much. What is one move that, and I mean, I know we went and got Cam McInnes as well, but is there anyone else that you can think of that would be able to come onto our side next year, replace someone that might be cheap and, and do a job for us? Not cheap. If you can get Angus Crichton, you sign him without a second thought in the world and work everything out otherwise. I think he's going to re-sign. Um... Bailey Sirenham was the player I was interested in before he signed for um, the Warriors. I thought he was a real good option. Um, that Jazz Tavanga does a job, but I think we've got a, enough in middle forwards. But you kind the, of look the, at... the advantage of Jazz Tavanga, like Cam McInnes, is he can play. He can play lock and he can play hooker. True, yeah, McInnes and Tavanga are two, two alike for mine. Look, I think Cam suit fixes the thirteen, but. I feel like if you could sign a genuine 13, then like a fin- Dal Finucane, you can shift McInnes and make it work. So, mate, we got a lot of money. we got to, we got to sign some, some good players. But, yeah, Nico Hines would definitely be my, um, my number one target. The one forward, if I was to throw big money at them to bring them to the Sharks to do a job for us, would be Nathan Brown. He's a, he's a machine. He can play prop too. That would fix a lot. Yeah, I don't hate that. Oh, yeah. All right, mate. Um, if there's nothing else, um, I will see your beautiful face on Sunday. Fantastic, mate. We'll be there for the Jets. Double win on a Sunday. Yeah, I'll probably be there at about half time, but that's good. Sounds good. We'll be 40 nil up. How am I, Marlon? How am I, Marlon?